Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. This is a very special Halloween edition of the Gear Slum. scared are you afraid of the dark (laughs) well do you punk do you like scary movies aaron when is this episode going to be released halloween but like what time like today halloween the day of the day of halloween when people are listening to it is it like is the sun up yet depends on when they listen to it (laughs) <laughs> and where they might listen to it in june of like 2025 yeah this might be a time capsule we've had this conversation before yeah hello everyone. i know you're trying listening. to shame me <laughs> <laughs> i will not be shamed i'm not trying to it's shame hard. you it's hard for phil it's hard for you to make fun of aaron for what time he posts the episode considering you've <laughs> never edited or posted an episode okay that's fair six that's episodes. fair and that's why i'm not trying to shame him okay it's all. Well, it, has it ever were. not come out on? I'm a man the of the people. That it's supposed to come out. Let me ask you that. Yeah, it's Thursday. It's new episode day. Releases on okay. Thursday. It's not new episode hour. Yeah. Listen, listen. I'm because I'd be okay. nah. Look, nah. I get it. I understand. We've spoiled people because we usually release it like super early, which is like 10 p.m. on West Coast time, California PST. Standard Time. <coughs> Which is Aaron, like 1 a.m. So everyone is used to seeing it when they wake up. Yes. Let me make, let me draw a comparison here. But it that, doesn't always happen. And that, that should not be the expectation that you put on me. I'm, Although it's me, fine. I get it. Let me draw a comparison here that, that will bring to light how much I respect and love you and how much I despise our viewers. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, as a new teacher, uh-huh. the first essay that yeah i assigned really fast (laughs) i was like i want to be awesome i'm an awesome new teacher i'm gonna like impress everyone all my superiors by collecting this on friday and giving all 108 essays back on monday morning yeah i didn't do anything all weekend but great essays (laughs) yeah i gave them their essays back no kid said anything they just took their essays back yeah because they don't care a few few weeks later, I assigned another essay. Yep. On I Friday, exactly where this is going. And on Monday, they're like, Where's "Where the, the hell's our essay?" Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I, "You guys, I tried to grade all of them, and I just couldn't get through them. So, I, you know, it's going to take me a little bit longer. I'm I'm really sorry." And they're like, well, "What the hell? You gave it back <laughs> last time on Monday." If you're and it was then that I realized really talk to you like that. That's probably not a great thing. And it was what then the hell, that I realized Mr. Eisenhower. <laughs> It was then that I realized I I should have waited like about- three, four, five days to turn the essay, <laughs> to give the essay back to them. Or maybe just not ha- like not tell them anything and just surprise, yeah. here's your essay back. Yeah. It's all about managing expectations. You have to yes. over-promise, or no, over de- under-promise and over-deliver. Yes. Yeah. Anyway... So- 
Oh, sorry. Is this boring to you, Aaron? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All of anyway, that to say so the that end of Angels in the Outfield. Get off of my butt. Accept the episode for what it is. When it is, I'll tell you what the real problem is. If you want to know, alcohol. Uh, the problem is MTV's. <laughs> no, the problem is it all comes down to MTV's schedule, right? So I, I go, I do like a church program on Wednesday nights from six, about six to seven, like five to seven ish. I get home about seven thirty. I want to. Do eat you have something. a a DVR of any kind? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. I eat something, but at nine o'clock, the challenge comes on, and it's an hour and a half long. Oh my god, that's how long that show is! And I'm obsessed with it. No, and I you wait can't till DVR like, it. I wait till like nine thirty. Yeah, so you're DVR. to start it, so that I don't have to watch the commercials. But it still doesn't end till like ten thirty. Yeah, and then I'm like, well, I'll just do it in the morning. So it sounds like there's a but, there's a good window. <laughs> Between eating something so here's the crazy and thing. starting the challenge. I, I could just do it not Wednesday night. Well, there's yeah. that too. Like, remember when you were a kid and you would, like, you'd feel guilty for procrastinating everything you did. Yeah. And you're like, oh man, when I'm a grown up, I will have overcome this. And it's like, no. Because we're now, we usually record on Saturday. So, for example, last week's episode that was up a little bit late had been recorded almost two weeks prior to that. <laughs> yeah. And ready to edit for two weeks. And it then, had been mostly edited. I just had to like go put the ads good, in. <laughs> a lot of good that does us. But I agree. All, the, all like, I'm saying screw, is, like, I remember if I'm in one, a, if it's between like me rushing myself to get the episode done and me enjoying the challenge, I'm going to enjoy the challenge. I remember one incident where I was in Paris working, and I got to the job site. And found out there was an issue with the episode. So it was like the morning over there. So somebody who was downloading it at like midnight or something posted about it. And I was like freaking out trying to get it fixed. And then I realized like, what am I doing? I'm halfway around the world and also working for my actual job that I get paid for. <laughs> and I'm more worried about this, this wait. stupid podcast. <laughs> like if it didn't get up till tomorrow, then that would be 100% fine or never. That's like funny. if we just skipped yeah. it, which we've never done, by the way, which we never have in 176 episodes, which is crazy. But that was like a very not only have thing. we never skipped an episode, but I'm I'm almost positive that nothing's ever been more than 20. Like it's been less we've than never 24 hours late. Yeah. No, we've never yeah. missed Thursday. We've it's never, never missed. Yeah, exactly. It's always it's been, been on Thursday. It's always been on Thursday. Sometime on Thursday. Yes. Yes. You're trying I know to know everybody wants to believe to that. I know. I know everybody wants to believe that it's Late. Thursday at midnight. Are we? Does but, it sound like we're complaining? Because we're not really complaining. But the, the crazy thing was. The, I'm complaining the about. Okay. The epiphany for me wasn't necessarily. I'm complaining about Aaron watching the challenge. Dude, it's so good. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily that I should be less worried or stressed about the podcast. It was that I should be more worried and stressed about my job. <laughs> I care about my job so little yeah. <laughs> that this tiny hiccup in my free hobby podcast and my, my hobby. Yeah. That's me. In a Not a great thing. <laughs> oh man. That's the good stuff. That's when you're like, you know, I'm like lying to my 
coworker that's there with me like oh uh, I have to go to the bathroom and I'm like sitting in the bathroom with the <laughs> my laptop sitting like on the toilet tank you know like frantically trying to fix the podcast is that really what was happening are you like man spreading on the toilet like reverse style no I wasn't <laughs> <laughs> exactly that was, that was Jesse or uh, AC Slatering the toilet yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how you sit on. That's how you sit on bidets. Like, oh, true. Yeah, no, no, no. Like not. Sure. That isn't what it. None of that aspect was true. I was. I was making a parallel between like somebody snorting coke off of the top of the toilet tank. Oh, oh, gotcha. I don't have to I need lie. If I'm yeah. like somewhere and I need to work on something else, I just go do it. Like, well, because you're essentially when you're like traveling, you're basically like. And I'm working like the all the time, time so yeah, it's not. Like, yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, like and the ones if you've seen the And your older that, companion is like, Oh, you're doing such a great job. I'm so glad you're the manager. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is another older guy who's who I am now his boss. But oh. um if you've seen those bidets where it's like a toilet and then next to it is another thing that looks like a toilet but just has like a faucet. Have you uh, seen those? Yeah. Oh yeah. So that what you're supposed to do is you're like sitting on the toilet and then your foot that's like between the two, you, you just leave like it there and like oh. swing your other leg around. So now you're facing the wall. Yeah. Does that make sense? Who taught yeah, you that technique? So there's like, it's not a step. Your pivot foot. You can move. Yeah. Yeah, you exactly. Want. You could, Still you're not going to get it's called for travel. traveling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who taught you that technique? Cool. I can't remember. It was when I first went to Italy because we were all like, because obviously none of us were going to use it, but we were like, how are you actually mm-hmm. supposed to use that? And one of the guys that was there was like, oh, you just do this. And you like kind of hover. Peeve it. You peeve There's it. There's not like a seat on it. You kind of hover above it a little bit. Uh, yes. You could sit on it, I guess. but so. You peeve it. Vice see, versa. Ones, just so that's like it. one style of bidet. But then like in, I think these must be more common. Like I... I associate them with Japan, but like the hotel I was in in the Philippines always had one with that has like the little nozzle that sticks out and then just shoots water straight up your butt. Right. It's like a regular toilet. And then it like comes, the thing pops out and shoots you. And seriously, after like a 12 hour day where you're just like so hot and sweaty all day, like just coming back and sitting on one of those for 10 minutes. (laughs) 10 minutes. minutes. Just sitting there for 10 minutes while you're feverishly trying to, Repair your podcast. You'd probably yeah, exactly. And having water <laughs> shot up your butt. You'd probably start to get like some weird. I don't know. You're, anyways. Just for like a, a couple seconds, but it's... you know what's a weird pedal? <laughs> Speaking of weird things, sorry, this just popped up in my feed. This Fender has an acoustic overdrive pedal. Have you seen uh-huh. this? Uh, what Fender Smolder acoustic overdrive pedal? It's an overdrive Ooh, that pedal again. for acoustic guitars. Smolder, Smolder, like like Smolder and Cully. <laughs> yeah, Smolder has one three star review. Col- Kobe Smolder, Check out this Co- Cody review. Smolder. You'll Kobe. like this, Phil. High hopes, but oh well. <laughs> Yikes! So what is it? It's literally an overdrive pedal designed for acoustic guitars. Oh, so it is meant to take like a line input. Because usually acoustics have 
like they have a preamp. Let's see. Yeah, Interesting. I don't. In know. my, uh, I can't find any videos of it like actually being used either. Okay, well, we got to buy one for the. We got to buy one. Cole, I think you're the ideal candidate to try this out. I could do that. You got to buy one and um, bust out your uh, carbon fiber acoustic guitar. (laughs) Do all the, do all of the, okay. One thing that I came out of Nashville thinking was I want to get like a more traditional acoustic guitar. And I don't know if that's just because everyone there just plays like a Martin or a Taylor. Oh, because you just have the carbon fiber. Yeah, and my other like my my <laughs> acoustic that I've had forever is like this, you know, red, gaudy thing with like pearl and turquoise inlays all over it. And stuff. Oh, dude! Have you seen the battery compartments on those Fender pedals though? Yeah. Are they all this way? Yeah, on the bottom. How they like <laughs> swing down from the bottom? The heel of it, you would say maybe. That's, that's a great yeah. way. Because honestly, I've started using, like I had this little, the last gig I did, I just took my little board, you know, Uh my little Dolan board, and I had the stomp on it, but if you daisy chain anything with the stomp, it gets noisy because it pulls so much current, you know? Mm. So then I had like the Prince of Tone, and I just put a battery in it. Oh yeah, nice. But you have to, you know, unscrew the back and everything. Yeah. This is a really cool design also because... like Boss is one of the... Or like that Boss style is another yeah. way to actually access the battery from the top. But this is also a cool design. But the other thing about this is that you don't have to like worry about finding the little clip and pushing it on. It just like pops in and it has like yeah. pads that it touches and... Which is Which cool. is like the first time I've ever seen that on a 9-volt battery and I wonder why. I know, right? Like, I don't know why I've never seen that before. It's genius. Because pulling those things board. off, I always feel like I'm just going to rip rip the wires the apart. Yeah, wires yeah apart, you're going to yeah. yank the... Yes. <laughs> and you see a ton of them that are broken, so it's not like an unrealistic fear. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, you could have used this for your Guess That Pedal review, Phil, but now you can't. High hopes, but oh well. <laughs> There's one review... Yeah, this is on Sweetwater. <laughs> and then he goes, so I guess I keep it, but not for the reason I had hoped. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, because he likes it like as a preamp, but not yeah, yeah. the overdrive Like part. the, what was that TC one? Body res? You remember that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a I friend who like had one, and it sounded cool. There's so many, uh, like we were shamed. We were publicly shamed for how, uh, little we know about a lot of base gear. Yeah. But I'm sure there's Whatever. a lot of areas of the gear. By one like, person. <laughs> yeah, who's also a terrible person. Oh, snap. I can't Who Was it Co? That it was probably it? Co, yeah. <coughs> suck it. Um, I wonder if there's like this whole other... Like there's got to be whole worlds of acoustic guitar that we just never see. Yeah, yeah, right. for sure. Like, I wonder what most of those people use. Like, if everyone just uses, like, a voice live play acoustic or... They're all in, like, LR bags. I've seen a lot of LR bags, like, around. Actually, when I used to do acoustic stuff, yes, that is what... uh, They would use, like, the K&K Mini preamp, Mm. which is, like, these little body sensors on the underside of the guitar. And then, yeah, a lot of them would have, like, 
LR Bags Anthem. The floor units. Well, they have the floor yeah. units too, like their preamp compressor yeah, exactly. and everything. Yeah. Did I tell you guys that one of the first times I played at um, my last church that I showed up with one of the, um, I think it was the LR Bags, the floor, one of the floor ones. Mm-hmm. And um, the sound guy goes, are you trying to insult me? And I was like, what? And he goes, you showing up with this, you're telling me, (laughs) you're telling me that I can't do my job. That's what you're telling me. That's so, man. And I was like, uh, uh, and then he's like, I'm just messing around. But like, (laughs) (laughs) but I was like, wait, what, what? And then I realized, oh yeah, I guess. Because all that stuff can be done at the board. Yes. That's what it, that, that was Here's the thing though. Like you know what you want your guitar to sound like, and that's what you're giving him. And then he can do whatever he wants with it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> right. And then I'm, and yeah, but exactly. I'm sure there and are then plenty it's like, of sound guys who feel that way, but that would be like and, a sound guy, like getting mad at you for EQing your amp before you. Yeah, that's true. Like, why are you, why are you doing that? <laughs> I can do that here. I can do that in post. I can, yeah. Like, shut up. I want to hear some of Andy's stories about working with annoying other sound guys and like and, artists and stuff. Yeah. We'll have him on next time. Yeah. We should do that. We should have him say like as a, you know, Name names. stories, stories from front of house. <laughs> oh, we should do. We should haunted go front of house. Wait, front in front yeah, of the house of behind haunted the house. No, we go behind the scenes in the front of house. We do it. it it'd be like comedians in cars getting coffee, mm. but we do like something. I don't know what the first word would be, but eating pho and talking pho, like F O H, front of house. Mm. <laughs> so we just go and get some pho and we'll talk about We'll just get ramen it. instead. <laughs> or we'll just get like sweet and sour it's, chicken it's and bad. say that we're getting, you know. <laughs> I have this idea. Here's what we should do at NAM. We should take all our money that we have in our PayPal account, take it to Guitar Center, buy a bunch of stuff, and then just play it and then return it. <laughs> oh, pull a fill? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll call it pulling a fill. <laughs> Ew, that sounds... Nah, just kidding. We should not do that. I'm on board with that <laughs> title. Oh, the title. That sounds... <laughs> not going to happen, folks. Not going to happen. Speaking oh, of uh, going places, Cole, you just went a place, right? Tell us about the yeah, place dude. you went. That was a good transition. D- that was very no, good. It was not good at all. <laughs> I went sorry, to. Ahead. Sorry, I'm. I, I'm. Uh, I went to log into my PayPal account and I was like, "Hey, we noticed a bunch of uh, weird activities, so you have to redo all your crap and stuff." So, okay. Um, I went to Nashville and it was freaking rad and I'll give you just a little overview of all the stuff I did and then you can ask me questions and then we'll have an intermission and we'll come back and there'll be a slideshow. Mm -hmm. Um, the first thing I did, as soon as we got in, we, we drove directly to the Grand Ole Opry. Ever heard of it? No. Oh, it's like this. Just kidding. This is place, but it is. It's it's funny because it's still like a radio 
they do it multiple they don't do it every night but it's like Wednesday maybe they do it every night I don't know they still do it multiple nights a week mm-hmm. every week and they've been doing it since like the 1920s yes the grand like the old longest. opera who's like the main host guy it's not the grand is, old opera Aaron is he dead it's not it's grand old opry o p r y yeah it's opry isn't it opera I'm but I get it. I'm, I'm going to murder you. No, I'm sure nobody associated with it is still alive because, like I said, it started a hundred years ago. <laughs> well, I know, but like, there's like, and it a, was not started by by infants. infants. <laughs> <laughs> my my parents went like maybe ten or fifteen years ago, mm. and there's like the the MC who's like been the like the radio MC for like a really long time. Mm. Uh huh. Uh, like walked up to the front, like he, he was, <laughs> they, they, my parents were in the front row and he walked up and just lifted the, the leg of his pants and just put his boot down in front of them. And they were like these like totally like bedazzled cowboy yeah. boots <laughs> yeah. and he just lifted it up. He just put it in front of him and just lifted the leg of his pants. Just like this freaking baller move. And my dad was like, it was the most arrogant and awesome yeah. thing he'd ever yeah. seen. And like he's and like he's earned that arrogance. You know? Yes, exactly. In that, exactly. In that world. Right, right. Totally. When, when else could he do that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so that was cool. The acts were kind of, okay, so have you guys ever heard of Ray Stevens? Yeah, the like comedy, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I, do, I didn't I know Ray Stevens. I didn't recognize his name. <laughs> and he came out and they started it by saying, "Oh, he was just inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame <laughs> like a week or two like the new inductions just happened, I think, this year at any rate." And he looks just like kind of this old-timey country guy and the first song he sang was like this traditional You know, like I'm not going to pretend everything I know. is beautiful. No. Oh. It was like a cover. You know, again, I don't know much about country music, but country music is like very like covering and classic songs is very Yeah, like common. standards and stuff. Yeah. And so it was like this very like probably sweet, especially you know, in that traditional kind of Yeah, especially there. Like and uh and then he sang this song <laughs> that's basically all about like this creep guy who calls this woman on the phone and is basically stalking her. <laughs> and making like inappropriate comments to her. And then the next one is called the streak, which is one of his famous songs. Uh-huh. And it's about this streaker and he's yelling it at one point. He's one of the lyrics is the streaker bent over and showed her his brown eye. Oh my <laughs> gosh. This, a man said this at the grand Ole Opry in front of, a whole bunch of octogenarian white people, you know. Yeah, mostly old people. Yeah, all old people, and they were. You just know, they loved it. Up. They were just eating that brown eye right up. Did you love that kind of thing? Uh, Trust me. So I remember like hearing this when I was a kid. Like not that song, but Guitars and Guitars and. Do you remember yes, that one? That's Did you play that too? One. No, that's the other thing about it because there's so many artists that each one only plays like three songs. Right. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of this thing where, like, people are, like, people get invited to perform there, but then there's also members. 
It's like a, mm. I don't know. It's like, it's almost like a professional organization in any other profession, you know? And, and I don't think any of the performers get paid. And so it's kind of this idea that when you're up and coming, they invite you and that's where you might kind of get your big break. And then once you're bigger, yeah. you come back there to sort of give back to the community type of thing. Yeah. But I'm yeah. sure like playing there is really good. I mean, I don't know, but it might be good. Oh, for totally. Like, uh, like they're probably agents and industry people in the audience too. Oh, totally. No, it's like, it's great for those people. Like, you know, if, if like freaking, Dolly Parton or someone goes and plays there. Obviously, that's not helping yeah, their career, she's but, doing they're, a favor. but they're kind of giving back or whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was, it was a ton of fun. Um, it's it's probably similar to like a really prestigious comedy club or something where like a, people get like you know you get you're on the list and then you get to do it when you're up and coming and then someone like Jerry Seinfeld will come back and do a set or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So who were. Who were the most famous people Ray Stevens that so played little, that night? I think Little Big Town is probably the most well known. Uh, they're they pretty were the, big. They were the last band to play. And Life is a highway. Is that Little I Big Town? I saw Little Big Town. Oh. Is it? No. No, oh. they sing that. Uh, what hurts the most? No, that's not that. No, they being that. so close. They was diving that. Dang it! I wish I remembered. Oh, how they had that girl crush song. I wish I remembered how "Goodbye Earl" started because I wanted to sing that. Stacy's mom has got it going on. They do. Goodbye yeah, they Earl do is mom. good, dude. I love the Dixie Chicks. They're way good. Um, especially okay, their so album was, "Long Way Around." Mm, so good. So that was that night. We uh, we got this Airbnb. I, I'm not gonna. Well, I'm gonna give most people way more detail than they want. Cause a lot of people don't want any detail. Um, <laughs> and it they don't was have called, to listen. It was called Tennessee whiskey, which is this song. Well, there's a song by Chris Stapleton called Tennessee whiskey. And yeah. he looks exactly like Daniel Tyak. So there's like this big Mary like, and Wanda were the best of friends all through their high school days. I remembered. Sorry. Did That's you goodbye. actually remember That's it? Or did you look it up? <laughs> I looked it up and then I remembered the oh. melody. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> I would have respected you more for interrupting me if you actually spontaneously <laughs> remembered it. That's one of my favorite um, Me First songs, too. Yes, it's very good. Um, and Sorry. It had, so it had the, the place had like this huge, you know, like those faux oil paintings. They're just like prints, but they have some kind of shellac yeah it's like textured and stuff too yeah 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 <laughs> just like chris stapleton's face and it looked <laughs> and i was like oh there's a picture of daniel Tyak on the wall <laughs> that's funny. um so we went to the we went to the country music hall of fame that was really cool the log was there which a lot of people the log there was like a couple, oh that that guitar yeah it's yeah like that the log. It was like the first electric guitar that les paul yeah. built. yeah but there was like a couple other like electric guitar ish things that had been built before that. But a lot of people kind of consider that the first It's the first one that resembled sort of a modern electric guitar. And it was just a log of wood. And then he cut the sides off of a hollow body Gibson and uh, just like screwed them onto the sides just so it would look like a normal guitar. Yeah. Cause it's really like just no like a reason. plank. Yeah. It's just a plank basically. It's like a four by four. 
so it, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a like a lap steal almost with just mm. normal action or whatever. Yeah. Probably. I mean, just looks wise. I'm sure it doesn't function that way, but um, yeah. So the country, it it was one of those things where like I've never been of the opinion that country music. Like when you ask someone what kind of music they like and they say, I like everything but country, that's like mm. the most boring opinion you can possibly have. Yeah, yeah. I've And I've never been like into country, but for the last couple of years, especially because my neighbor, he's into like all kinds of music, but I've ended up going to a bunch of these country shows and stuff. I've been getting more into it, but it made me want to get more into it. And it made me realize how little I know about like the history of country music, which is pretty fascinating. You know, like you, because it's one style of music that has so much, you know, they have these videos from like the 20s of these crazy like TV shows and everything is so silly Uh, and over the top. You know, I mean, it's it's pretty great. This episode is brought to you by the Sinusoid Custom Shop. Sinusoid Custom Shop is capable of doing pretty much whatever you want for your cables. Um, They can make cool like tech flex combinations they can make right angle on one end and a noiseless jack on the other end they can do pretty much whatever you want they got their speaker cables in there they have also have a really cool builder you go on the website you can design whatever you want uh, if you want a snake to put all your stuff in a loom together you can do that there if you want something wild out of the box send them an email they can do it they do all kinds of crazy stuff all the time and if you join our patreon you get a special discount for anything you buy from sinusoid including the custom shop so tell them we sent you you won't regret it. Sinusoid.com. Have you watched any of the... Um... No. Sorry to cut you off, but the Ken Burns thing. Right. Yeah. Have you? No. I've heard that but... it's really good and that it's not really that much about the music, like, specifically, as much as, like, yeah. the culture around the music. I heard that they uh, deliberately avoid... I mean, obviously. I mean, well, not obviously. I... He deliberately avoids talking about racism. Hmm. Like it's all kind of, you know, got like a That's interesting. I mean a I, happy I get, sheen over it. I get why you would I haven't do heard that. that. Like because you're just trying to make a a especially because totally. they're but trying to make it for the widest audience possible. That's true. But, but I'm just surprised is, Ken Burns usually is not afraid of Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, that yeah totally. Seem- well, and it's so obvious, like, I mean, it's kind of weird that in the last two years, last year, you guys probably don't remember this, but I was in Williamsburg, Virginia for Halloween, and then this year I went to Tennessee, so it's like I'm trying to visit all of the old, you know, heavy southern slave states, basically, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when you go to these, I'm not really, but that is what you could <laughs> take away from that, and and when you go to a lot of these things, like we went and toured this plantation, and when we were in Williamsburg, you tour a lot of like the early sites, and and America only succeeded because of slavery. Like the only reason they were an economic power, the only reason they were able to win wars is because of slavery. And nobody, right. like you can tell which places want to whitewash that more than others, because some places don't talk about it at all. Yeah. It's actually interesting. This one. This one that we toured this time is called Bell Mead, and the, our tour guide actually talked about it quite a bit and how life, like how the how the plantation changed after the abolition of slavery and and uh, you know she was like yeah like half the slaves stuck around but it's and to keep working there afterwards but it's not because they were necessarily well treated it's just because they didn't 
uh, have really any other options and kind of delved into it more where some of the sites we went to in Williamsburg just wanted to like not even mention that, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. It's just like, it seems like you would want to talk about it because like if you, if you don't talk about it, that makes you seem like more totally. So it's like, if if you talk about it, everyone knows that you didn't own slaves. It's not like it reflects poorly on you. But when you don't right. talk about it, then it does reflect poorly on you because it's like, yeah. why are you hiding it? Like, why do you it's have the same to hide? thing? Like, if you're going to make a documentary about Michael Jackson and just like never mention all the allegations against him, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> that would be crazy. That would make you seem crazier than if you just mentioned him in a neutral light or whatever, yeah. right? <laughs> it's wild. So, I I do want to watch that, though. and though and that was like everywhere. Like every shop you went in had like a little display where you could buy. I honestly don't know exactly what they were selling. Part of it, they were selling like CDs that had soundtracks, but maybe they were selling like the whole thing on DVD or something. It was like this big display, you know? Um, so probably both anyways. Yeah. So that, so that was fun. Uh, we went to a predators game, which was awesome. Sick. Uh, there was not so a couple interesting things about the game. There wasn't a single penalty until there was eight minutes left in the third period. Really, which is kind of wild. Uh, so was it a really quick game then? It didn't feel that quick. Hmm. No, because there was there was still a lot of stoppages, and there'd yeah. be like everyone was getting kind of chippy and everything, but there were never any penalties. I think they just weren't calling much. Um, and then, but like right at the end of the game. <laughs> They were down. Uh, they pulled their goalie. So so Nashville again. You can fast forward this part. Was Nashville? They were they lost. No, they won. So Nashville's uh, up three nothing. Oh yeah. And with like five minutes left, they were playing. And who are Minnesota. they playing? Oh, Minnesota Wild. Yeah. They they pull their goalie with like five minutes left, which is like, well, I guess you know you might as well. I mean, it's a lot you're more down. common to pull your goalie when you're down one goal with like two minutes left. Yeah, you gotta yeah, do. Two, you gotta three do. is like pushing and then it. five is crazy. Like immediately, <laughs> immediately after they pulled their goalie, uh, Nashville got a penalty. So then they put their goalie back in, and now still had an advantage because it's five right. on four, you know. <laughs> and then like thirty seconds later, they uh, Nashville scored a shorthanded goal, <laughs> and the goalie so was so pissed. It was just hilarious that like, oh, you guys were gonna pull your goalie and try to win, and then you just got scored on shorthanded. Dude, do you great... do you remember like maybe three years ago, three or four years ago in the playoffs when oh, I forget who they were playing, but Minnesota was like facing elimination, and they were down two goals, and they pulled their goalie, and they scored two goals in like the last yes. twenty three seconds. To, yes, like... insane. <laughs> that was so crazy. But the same thing happens in football, where like. For some reason, you're you're winning an entire game, and then the team that's behind gets desperate at the end. Yeah, and yeah. then the defense just like loses their minds, and it's like <laughs> if they had just played normal defense, exactly, they wouldn't have yeah. lost. But instead, they like oh they pull their goalie now. Let's start going crazy. And <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. So that was fun, and we went to an escape room. Have you guys done one of those? Have not. Man. It was so freaking fun. My main concern going into it is that everybody would hate me afterwards because <laughs> you guys know you my really, personality. You just panic. 
when doors are locked, you just start like screaming. <laughs> exactly. Like squealing. On- I would describe it as a squeal. It was like the movie Saw. Like you instantly were like, okay, I guess I have to murder everyone here so I can get out. Exactly. So, and. Give me that hacksaw. And I guess at least (laughs) I'm self-aware enough to recognize that like I'm, I talk a lot and Mm. I'm, I didn't want to go into it and just like bulldoze everybody and try to solve everything myself, you know? Sure. So I was trying not to, but then it's like you add on the fact that it's like these logic puzzles and math and stuff. And it's like, I know I'm better at that stuff than anyone else on the planet. And I'm humble about it too. So. But it was just as fun as I hoped. Oh, but going into it, <laughs> there was two great things. Uh, the Dark Side of the Moon was playing when we first went in, uh, mm. like Time, you know that song? And yeah, yeah. I was talking to the guy behind the counter, and he's like, yeah, I just listen to Pink Floyd every day when I'm here. And, and then this group <laughs> of like frat bros that are probably there for a bachelor party, like six of them come in. And one of the guys is like, oh, man, I love Grateful Dead. And he's like, oh, it's Pink Floyd. He's like, oh, yeah, The Wall. And he's like, no, no, Dark Side of the Moon. (laughs) And I was like, man, I'm glad I'm not in that guy's crew. (laughs) Freaking know-it-all that doesn't know anything. Um, (laughs) I wish he would have, like, played it off, been like, yeah, yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, I like, (laughs) you know, I like like Grateful Dead. (laughs) I just like to tell people that. Oh man. <laughs> and then like you you sign up and I think they I think all these things there was just four of us that were there and I think they usually have eight. Well, all these ones had eight people and so you you'll sign up for a time but there's no guarantee that you're going to be the only four in there. Mm-hmm. Um and so the first one, the guys, you know, the guy told us while we're sitting in the lobby like, "Oh, you're going to be playing with these two." And it was a father and a son and uh like and we were like, "Oh, have you kid. done have you done any escape rooms? And the dad was like, oh, yeah, we're pretty much experts. And I was like, oh, geez. I honestly wanted to be like, uh, can we get a different partner? <laughs> yeah. Group? Can we get those like dumb dudes back in here? <laughs> yeah. Can we get that idiot back here that thinks Grateful Dead is Pink Floyd? And uh, But they were great. They were like totally, uh, I don't know. It was a ton of fun. We ended up going back the next day and doing another one, which is kind of crazy. Oh, really? And that one was all, that one was like Nashville themed. And so it was like. You're in this recording studio, and at one point you had to like plug a bunch of patch cables in in a certain combination to unlock this thing. So that was kind of fun. That's cool. Um, but now I'm kind of hooked on those escape rooms. But I think that's very, like, they're very popular. I think they're like popping up like crazy all over. Yeah, the place. I'm pretty sure they're all over the place now because they seem they're probably fairly simple to run. I, I would assume like. I mean, I yeah, like they're not you can kind of be anywhere. Yeah, that's like what a I'm lot thinking, of retail yeah. spaces require like a specific type of you know, storefront and architecture and everything. Yeah. And they can just be like any crappy any old, old place. And, yeah. And in fact, you probably want like a crappier older building. It might even add to the aesthetic or whatever. So Yeah, the more likely you are to die, the better. Yeah. Probably my favorite part though, <laughs> well, one of my favorite parts we went and saw Jason Isbell at the Ryman Auditorium, mm-hmm. which had nice. you guys. Heard, so the Ryman Auditorium is where the Grand Ole Opry was for years and years. Uh-huh. And then 
I don't know if it was because of the flooding that they moved to this other. So they have the Grand Ole Opry at a different place now, but now the Ryman is just like uh, a venue, but it's still kind of like this mecca for country artists. And so Jason Isbell does kind of a residency there. He plays like six or eight shows in October at the Ryman. And he has like a different opening band every time. And the opener for ours was really cool. And he actually came out and played a song with them. So it's kind of like we were talking about before. You can tell he's like, he's had like crazy success and now he's trying to kind of give back. Mm-hmm. Like for the headliner to come out and play an entire song with the opener is pretty cool, you know? Yeah, um, that's cool. And then like the the entire crowd was, you could tell the crowd was just like obsessed with him. And you know, you know when you can tell that a crowd is just like, mm-hmm there like because in. yeah like you could tell everyone was like a diehard jason isbell fan and uh i had to yell at this guy though that was we were up in the we ended up going up to standing room because we had a column like right in front of our seats <laughs> but the standing room was amazing and then when he started playing cover me up which is this song he like wrote for his yeah. wife and you know it's like this super emotional whatever like the whole room is silent and then this couple next to me is like laughing and joking around and i was like dude read the room and he stopped <laughs> oh god i didn't even feel bad about it you know share this moment with us yeah we're all getting horny over here and you're laughing you're really killing yeah, the mood exactly and there's this line in there uh where he talks about like part of it is overcoming his drug addiction and and he has this line where he says, I'm um, over this stuff forever this time or something like that. Like he's speaking specifically about how he's he's quit for good and everyone cheers, you know. So you can tell that everyone is like very familiar with him, yeah. his backstory and all that. So that is that a, a cool song. show. That album I really like, Northeastern, I think. So it's called yeah. Southeastern. I can't remember. Something Eastern. Know. I'm honestly not like a – I'm not a f- – I'm a fan of his and that I really like his music, but I'm not a fan. I don't really know that much about him or anything. I just like that one album, Southeastern. I don't care about yeah. anything else. So He was in the drive-by truckers, though, is like where he started, right? Yes, and I didn't he know. Was like all on that's one thing I really didn't know is that he's like a freaking amazing guitarist because a lot of his stuff that he plays now, he's, like, he's more of the rhythm guitarist, and then he has some yeah, you know, yeah. insane session guitarist that will play lead for him. But there were a couple songs where he would go off on these solos, and it was like, oh, because he was the lead guitarist in Drive By Truckers. I'm he was, sure. and he started when he was like, he like joined the band when he was like a, a teenager, I think. So he was like this like prodigy kid. That's interesting. Yeah, and it's well, and it's crazy that he didn't. So he's like this prodigy, but then he doesn't really get his big break. Yeah. Until he goes solo. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to learn more about his backstory. I'm sh- it's I'd love to know our our audience right now is split up into two groups of people who care don't care at all about country music and hate that we're even talking about it, and another group that knows way more than we do and are like yeah. infuriated <laughs> that we're getting all of our facts yes. wrong and everything. Both sides are angry. <laughs> okay, he was twenty two. He was twenty two when he joined the band, but still he was like young because they had already been established for a while. Yeah. But it's crazy. Like, you go down on the main street, there's Broadway, and they have all these, they call them honky-tonks, and they're just, like, 
they're basically these clubs that they all kind of have like those garage door style windows or like uh, plantation yeah, yeah. shutters so they can open them up completely. Yeah. And the street. plantation shutters, huh? There's just a million. Yeah. They have people to open them up for them. Um, <laughs> you can't, they have openers and shutters. Exactly. <laughs> and like, there's just live music. There's like 50 different concerts, quote unquote concerts going on at any given time. And all of them are like good musicians too. It's pretty crazy. Oh, dude! Speaking of plantation shutters, when we were in um, Newport, Rhode Island, uh-huh. they were talking. We went on this tours of like these mansions, and they're like, "Oh, there was a person called the Useful Man," and they're like, "We'll tell you what their job was later." So you're like, <laughs> "What was it? Like cleaning toilets or whatever?" Yeah. <laughs> Turns out, the Useful Man was a person whose entire job was throughout the day to like walk around the house and like open the shutters. And close shutters to like let in the perfect amount of sunlight. <laughs> that was their entire job, <laughs> just all day. Oh man! What an awful title. Useful man. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like they're doing some kind of creepy thing or something. I know. Oh man. Anyway, that's funny, dude. Yesterday I so went it was to pretty this, great. Um, oh, it was sorry. great going to Nashville because their history, their history is great. There's nothing negative about the history of. Nashville or Tennessee in general. Smashville. No real pockmarks or anything, so it's just wonderful. Okay, what were you saying, Aaron? I don't know. Smashville. Oh, that's the other thing that, like, they call, (laughs) the Predators call their stadium or whatever, like, you know, just that's, like, one of their things is welcome to Smashville. Mm. And I'm sure they coined that term before Smash sort of gained its other meaning. (laughs) It's more, uh, you know, what I'm talking about. So it's pretty great because then they have these. So it's it's a play on words based on the just the that hit it game the, from our podcast. It, we don't right? have Smash in our podcast. Yeah, oh damn it, we don't even have that in there. <laughs> Stupid, I'm an idiot. Sorry. Well, it's because they. Smash That's what we're gonna each call other. that Mashville. Yeah, it's because they smash each other and it rhymes with Nashville, obviously. But we should oh. change the name of your game to. Like, welcome to Smashville or something. They should call it Nashville, <laughs> but, like, with a G. Ganache. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they got those big that old is, teeth. Because it Nashing. is, like, yeah, that's, like, a big. And, actually, it was pretty cool. <laughs> the, the Jumbotron, you know, has, like, four sides on it. But then it has, like, these little, like, between the four sides, it has, like, these little triangle-shaped screens that are yeah. shaped like the saber-tooth teeth, you know. Oh, actually, I guess Nash is the name of their mascot. Which is With a G? Yeah. Yeah. Clever. But, That's a great name. But so like between both periods, they crowned a mayor of Nashville or a mayor <laughs> of Smashville. And both times it was like this woman who was clearly there for a bachelorette party and was kind of like funny. scantily clad. So to have <laughs> like on the Jumbotron, have this girl up there and say mayor of Smashville underneath. I just thought it was really funny. So you think women can't be mayors? Yeah. Like a woman in politics. Come on. In Tennessee, give me a break. <laughs> yeah, not in Tennessee, bro. Yeah, it's not California. Freaking hippies. Yeah, it's not California. That's right. <laughs> Nothing is California. Uh, California is so good. Oh, man. I just think about it sometimes. They have good things. Just, like, I, I wish California. I could remember your quote. They do great things. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> it's good. It's I good. I can't remember. <laughs> Uh, so yesterday, um, 
I played a, a, a acoustic solo gig at a pumpkin patch. And I was kind of bummed because they had me like opening at first. It was like, which is like at 10 a.m. So I played at You're 10 like, a.m. I don't open. I'm a I closer. was like, this is stupid. <laughs> oh, this is stupid. How dare you? Because it was like an all day thing. They had music all oh, day. Okay. But then I went back on after between the pumpkin carving contest and the costume contest was all me prime spot bro um so it was pretty fun so the first set i played a bunch of like random stuff black balloon or i played a lord song Iris. i mean uh, which one uh the louvre louvre no no you did not i did pomplamus why do you do that song <laughs> no i'm just kidding. oh i love that song um, I did not do any Pomplamoose, but I recently downloaded YouTube Music app, and it starts right. Re- it starts like has like a playlist thing where you can do it, and it like plays automatically, and it keeps trying to play Pomplamoose songs. <laughs> <You're> like, <"Dang." laughs> it's connected to like, my I only YouTube. look those up to make fun of them. <laughs> Quit recommending them. So I have to like keep <laughs> thumbs downing them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you click on the little thing and say, "I'm not interested in this." <laughs> but the problem is, Mister Pomplamoose is like. On the YouTube board, so he's like, "Nope, oh, yeah, oh, he is. you're I'm getting it, no matter what." <laughs> so the first set was like, whatever. It was like there was not that many people there. There was people like milling around, but it was still kind of early. But then second set, I was like, "I'm gonna play all country songs." It's a nice. pumpkin patch. People yeah, walking around in freaking boots. So I played Bell a Bundle. bunch of. I played like some Johnny Cash. I played some um, Willie Nelson. Some Chris Christopherson, just like old country stuff, and then like a couple recent stuff, and people loved it. It was fun. I was like, I should start a country band. I'm a little like, bit country. Well, you're a little bit rock and roll, though. That's the problem. Yeah, it is a problem. <laughs> country music, like, it was it, really fun. I loved it. That was my main takeaway: is that I want to learn more about country and find more country music that I like. Because played some Hank. I think growing up in the 90s, like popular country music was so terrible yeah. or like popular in the sense that like the videos that were getting played on MTV and stuff was so terrible. It made yeah, a lot yeah. of people just think they hated all country music, you know? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I do know. You know what I'm saying? You guys know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Okay. Thank I you. also um, added to my repertoire this Elton John song called this train don't stop there anymore you know that song yeah dude i love that song so i like made it into this acoustic thing dude it's pretty fun did you do tiny dancer no tony danza tiny danza (laughs) tony danza hold me closer tony danza hold me closer tony danza what if there was like you know how there's like the that band that's all little people for kiss and what are they i can't remember what they're called but if there was like that. a if there was like a Tony Danza, you know, like guy, oh my gosh. like and he was called Tiny Danza, it could work, couldn't it? It could. Do you guys think that could work? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's really awkward. <laughs> what's your What's your acoustic rig like? Um, I usually just this time I I knew who was going to be there running sound, so I just plugged straight in. Um, but I usually take like a reverb and some kind of like compressor if I have one. Okay. Um, but I don't do much. 
my guitar, the pickup that I have is the, it's the, it's not the Anthem, it's the LR Bags, um, I-Beam. Yeah. Which sounds really good. It sounds really natural. Yeah, yeah. So I usually just don't worry about it too much, but. And what kind of guitar do you have? It's an Epiphone Dove. Oh, nice. I want to try, I wanted to take the, um, the Katana and mess with the acoustics up, but I didn't have time to really play with it ahead of time. Oh, yeah. So I didn't, but. And like for an outdoor. Yeah. Well, I'm curious to, I would be curious to use it, but then I'm like, that's a lot just just to do for like a preamp (laughs) because it has the, like the out, you know, the. Yeah. But like you could use (laughs) it as your little stage monitor or something. Yeah, that's true. Because it has that convenient little kickstand oh no wait they took oh that off. no like, don't. idiots idiots Ugh. phil do you have anything so, new to talk about <laughs> phil's um, not phil's not feeling real well today so his voice is kind of out so he's not talking a lot that's it's not just 40 percent of the jerks. reason why <laughs> it's not just because you interrupt me all the time he just invited you to talk and you're not talking so. <laughs> Phil, talk. Say something funny. Phil, uh, say something, something funny, funny. Something funny. Something funny. Um, if uh, if I if I was standing in a room with uh, Hitler and Bin Laden and I had a gun, oh, and Toby, and I had a gun with two bullets, I'd shoot Toby twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh man, poor Toby. Oh, I was watching deleted scenes. I went down this YouTube rabbit hole of The Office. And it was that that did I stutter episode where Stanley just uh, like yeah. completely yells at Michael, and yeah. afterwards Toby Toby was like waiting outside when Michael came out, and he's like, "Hey, I just wanted to tell you, I was proud of the way you handled it," and you know he's just like super gracious about it, and like I think it was good that you, whatever, just Toby trying to like you know extend an olive branch, and Michael was just like, "Screw you, get out of here," <laughs> just the absolute worst. <laughs> Oh man, I love that show. Thanks for interrupting, Phil Cole. <laughs> no, he didn't interrupt. Me. He finished his joke. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I finished the joke, Aaron. So, guys, I noticed recently. I saw that um, Premier Guitar and other people have been releasing their Gear of the Year stuff, which inspired me to bring up a new segment that I like to call the Year of the Gear. Gun Street Wiring Shop represents a brand new approach to the guitar wiring market. From their nothing is impossible philosophy to their community first attitude, Gun Street Wiring Shop is the premier maker of guitar wiring harnesses. Based in Central Oregon, Gun Street only does one thing. Make your guitar sound and play better. Bored with your standard switching? Gun Street. Need more options? Gun Street. Looking to nail that classic tone? Gun Street. You want to try something that's never been done before? Gun Street. Sean's always coming up with new circuit designs. He's always down to make something special to fit your exact needs. So hit him up now, GunStreetWiringShop.com. Turn your SG into an OMG, your Les Paul into a More Paul, your Telecaster into a Telestar Blaster. And as always, members of the street crew get an extra discount at everything at GunStreetWiringShop.com. So not to be confused with gear of the year, which is generally like an end of the year list of things that people liked from that year in the gear world. 
Year of the Gear is a little bit different. Here's what I'm going to do. Each time, I will choose a company. And your job is to guess what year each product was released. Uh, we can talk about the products, too, as we go through. It's not super firm. It's like oh, it's like medium firm to tofu. It's like medium firm tofu. The jelly cutter. Is that what you're talking Ooh. about? I don't know. Ye. It's like a butter knife. Okay. It's like a butter knife. So here's what I'm going to do. I will, <laughs> I'm, I've chosen Fender today because it's like, you know, it's familiar. We're going to ease into it. I have um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve guitars and oh. four bass guitars. I will read you the name of the guitar. Your job is to guess what year it is. Whoever guesses it right gets a point. Whoever doesn't guess it right does not get a point. Um, you can just buzz in. Or I'll give you both a chance to guess for each one. You can guess the same year, but it's not exciting if you do that. Just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> like you were gonna say, you weren't gonna say like it's not advisable or something. Just like it's not entertaining. <laughs> it's not so good. Don't do that. It's not good for the bit. <laughs> All right, we'll start off easy. Are you ready? The first yes. item on the list is the Fender. I don't have to say Fender every time. Uh, the Stratocaster. When was the Stratocaster released? Do you know? Mm-hmm. I have a guess in mind. Me too. <laughs> Okay. All right, say I it. think I think it's 1956. Okay. Cole says 1956. Okay. I'm going to say it's 1957. Phil says 1957. Should I give a point to whoever's closest or should I give mm-hmm. nobody any no, points? No, you should give a point to the one who got it right. Well, neither one of you got it right. Dang it. Is it is it <laughs> I'm closest. <laughs> well, you better just tell us cuz we can't spend that much time on each of them. No, you have like Cole, 16 of them. Phil, you're not the closest. Cole is closest. What's the year? 1954. Really? Okay. Yes. Okay. Part of it is like trying to remember, because a lot of them will have like signature yeah. models or whatever from that year. Okay. So 1954. 1954. Dang it. All right. We're going to go with another easy one. <laughs> the Telecaster. There's so a couple of answers I will accept called on this the Telecaster, one. or is it when the Nocaster came out? Hmm. We'll say when it's actually called the Telecaster. I, I love how I asked that question as if that's going to get me any closer. Like It oh, should. I know, which, I know both of those It years. easily should, though. I think it's 1952. Phil? Uh, 51. So 1950, the Esquire was released. Woo! In 1951... Oh. The single pickup Telecaster was released, but it didn't say Telecaster on the headstock, yeah, so it was called no the Nocaster. In 1952, the first fully badged Telecaster was released. Suck it, Phil. So I'm going to give that to Cole. I actually think I, I knew that 51 was the Nocaster. Well, I was going to guess 51 was a Nocaster and 52 is a Telecaster. So I, yeah. so I get two points for that. <laughs> So that's the one where the signature one, like they always people always put out the yeah, fifty-two it's telecaster. Like a fifty-two tele. Yeah. yeah. So Phil, your strategy of guessing one year off failed you that time and the previous time. <laughs> it failed <laughs> you twice. He was like four years off before. Uh, he chose one year off of yours, is what I meant. Oh, okay. 
but he keeps going in the wrong direction. <laughs> okay, you can well, go I guess first not. this time, Phil. Um, all right, so this next one is another very popular model. This is the Fender Jazzmaster. When was the Jazzmaster mm-hmm. released? 64. Okay. Cole? I think it's 62. You guys are both in the wrong decade. It was 1958. No way. Really? Yes. The first Jazzmaster was That's surprising at Winternam nineteen fifty eight. Man. But was it released that year? Yes, it was. You okay. guys are doing great. Uh, <laughs> so far we have one correct answer. I mean guessing so, the exact year is not easy. So Cole gets that one. Also. Luckily it's only getting easy luckily it's only getting easier from here. <laughs> right? Yeah. So the next one is the Jaguar. Fender Jaguar. When was the Jag released? I'll give you a hint. It's the most recent of all the ones you've had so far. Sixty-two. Okay. Sixty. The correct answer is one of you guys nailed this. Nineteen sixty-two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's on the board. Phil's got a point. Cole has. One full point and two half points. So two. Points. Who do you think you are? I am. So it's two to one. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is that from? <laughs> oh crap! It's <laughs> it's that video where that dude, who is the it, bowler. Though? Oh yeah. Who do you? He think bowls. You are? I am. He's and he he it's says like a bunch of insane trash talk. <laughs> yeah, he says a bunch of insane oh, curse words. So good that like are don't fit together. And then the last thing he says is. Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's He's go like, with yes, another. Yes, um, I knew it. Another I knew popular it. model. This is a popular student model from the early days of the Fender Musical Instrument Company. This is the Fender Mustang. When was the Fender Mustang released? Mm. Sixty-three. <laughs> Okay, Phil Cole 64. says sixty-three. Phil says sixty-four. The correct answer is nineteen sixty-four. <laughs> Phil yeah. tied it up mm. two to two. Mm, 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 Here's a mm. tough one. Guess what? Oh, guess ahead. what movement I'm doing with my body right now? Mm. Are you punching yourself in the face? <laughs> do that. That's do what that. I want to do. And then punch yourself in the wiener. <laughs> uh, you guys remember that movie Beethoven about the dog? Nope. Oh, you mean Beethoven? What, I said it weird, huh? Beethoven. Beethoven? <laughs> That's actually where I used to go. It's actually where I used to go buy worms when I was going fishing. The, the Beethoven. Beethoven. Or Beethoven. 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 Be- Be- oh, it's called Beethoven. Uh, Sorry, I was wrong. Beethoven. When <laughs> Beto. Beethoven. Beto. Beto O'Rourke Hoven. Beto Horvin. Horvin. Beto Horvin O'Rourke. O'Rourke. It's really hard to say. Crap. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> uh, when the bullies are picking on the kid and he's like, Beethoven, come. Beethoven, sit. And he does, like, he listens to commands and then he goes, Beethoven, bite this guy in the wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and I'd like away. to point out that all three times you just said Beethoven, you said it in the same weird That's way. That's how I say it, it. Beethoven. <laughs> that is weird. I'm Be- sorry. Beethoven. Beethoven. Toven. That's Be- not how you Beethoven. say it. Beethoven. 
<laughs> Do you guys Beethoven? know anyone who says thanks instead of thanks? Yeah, your mom. It drives me insane. <laughs> I know, that's why I hate her. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Mrs. Duke. Do a Be- Sonic. Beethoven. 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 Nope, look at this. Pronunciation submitted. Oh, that's Perth, Australia. Never mind. Yeah, but like, let's just <laughs> let's just go from having been on the Earth for forty years. Pronunciation: Beethoven. Beethoven. That's what we've been saying. That's what I've been saying. No. Yes. Go Be- watch the movie, Aaron. Beethoven. They say the name like a hundred times, and nobody says it the way you're saying. <laughs> that should be a clue right there, because you they get to choose amazing. how their dog's name is pronounced. <laughs> this is so amazing. Just like Diderio gets to choose how his name is pronounced. <laughs> I know how it's pronounced. I just say it weird. Get off my case. Wait. That's like the guy, like, you're being like the guy, like, oh, I knew it was Pink Floyd. I just no. like to, I just like to talk wait a minute, about wait a Grateful minute. Dead. So we're talking about a, a difference between expressive and receptive language, Aaron? I don't know what you're talking about. Your receptive language, you hear what we we're saying, but you can't you can't make the sounds that way. Yes, you can't express them. It's not a pronunciation problem; it's a speech problem. I need a therapy. So, in a sense, <laughs> Aaron, we are we are performing a, <laughs> we are performing a hate crime against you. Yes, I'm differently abled okay. when it comes to speech. <laughs> I'm not able to say Beethoven without thinking about it. Beethoven. Or sausages, remember. Or sausages, Hello? apparently. Yeah, sausages. Sorry, I was listening to a video that uh, says how to say how to say Beethoven. And it says You just said it right. I Good know. job. It says Beethoven. That's what they say in the video. Beethoven. No, they don't. Man. Except you don't pause though. Go look at the I video. I don't pause. Beethoven. Beethoven. You don't need to pause. You just Another say good video that shows Beethoven. the pronunciation is the movie that you were just referencing in which they the say hundreds of times. The 93-minute long movie and yeah. the three sequels. Dude. All right. Beethoven, fight this how guy. Did they the never, do, how did they never do like a sixth or a ninth? Aren't those Beethoven's famous? Beethoven's Ninth Ooh. Symphony? That would be awesome. Skip the yeah. Skip like number pretend, two. Pretend they happened. Yeah, that's good. Oh, that's even okay. better. Like, all right, have the plot, Bronco, like, start, Defender like, Bronco. When was Defender Bronco released? Let's see if you know this one. This is all just going to be luck. It is. I mean, it's like it's, why it's fun in the '60s, right? Okay, maybe. '67. <laughs> okay, Cole says '67. Phil, I'm going to say '66. Phil says '66. Cole nailed it. 1967, the Fender Bronco <laughs> was released. I knew that one. It's three to two. All right. This is an easy one. This is the Fender Duo Sonic. When was the Duo Sonic released? I will tell you this is not an easy one, and it will surprise you. So, Guys, guys, check it out. 1969. (laughs) Say 69, okay. Get it? And like Duo Sonic? Get it? Yeah. Like this, like the dirty thing? We get it. You guys know what I'm talking about? We get it. Phil? Like that dirty thing? Cole says 69. Like that Phil adult, says the adult 19, thing. The thing only adults do. 19. <laughs> thing that 19, some people think other adults do. 19, Phil? 19. I'm sorry, Mr. and Mrs. 19 Duke. what, Phil? 
Or are you going 1800s? Or do you think it was released in the 20s? 2000s? 2000s. Or in the 1800s? 20, 1970. Oh, you went the wrong direction. It was 1956. Ugh. Whoa, wait, what? what? Yes, the Duosonic was actually the third in the list of all these guitars. It was um, <laughs> it was released before the Mustang, before the Jazzmaster. Wait, is the Duo... Duosonic's the, like Duo super Sonic, short scale. Yeah. Right? But like, like the body... Is, yeah. It's similar look to the Mustang. It looks like yeah. a... Yeah, it looks like a Mustang body. Okay. But it's, I will say... Is it a Mustang body? I'm not 100% confident in these dates, but I'm pretty confident. But I did get them all from Wikipedia, so just... Oh, oh my well, god, good enough. Yeah, I think is it? That's a disclaimer on all of our facts. If they're on Wikipedia, <laughs> then we take them as facts. The Duo Sonic. Oh, even on Music Radar, 1956. 1956, okay. the Duo Sonic. It's an old guitar. Um, I like. I love. I'd love to know more about, like the decisions. Like the Jazzmaster was obviously released to be, like. A fancy man's guitar, right? The Jazzmaster was like, yeah, they, I think they actually called it like the deluxe model or something when it came out. Or no, yeah, that was yeah. the jazz bass. Oh, like dang. I'd like to know some of the, ignore some of the that. Pretend I didn't say that. Because we take so much of what Fender did as just gospel when in yeah, reality, yeah. a lot of it was just like like the type of woods they used. And, right. It was just and a lot of whatever it was just happened like business to have decisions happened. or just like trying something and seeing if it worked or whatever. Yeah. So, anyways, okay. What's next? All right. The next one on the list is the... Starcaster? Coronado. Ooh. Oh, I actually don't have the Starcaster on this list. You mean the Cornado? Sure. Isn't that how... Coronado. <laughs> I think that was how someone on 60 Cycle Hum pronounced it. One I think that was the Tornado. Which oh, is was there a Tornado too? Yeah. So the Coronado was the... the um, like semi hollow one they had early on. Okay. The Toronado Ooh, he was, said early on, Phil. He said early on. <laughs> the Toronado was came out later and it was like the two humbucker thing. Is Coronado where where are fenders made again? They're made in oh, Corona. Corona. Yeah. Okay. Is Coronado a city? Coronado is a c- it's a mythical place where there's gold in the That's uh, El Dorado. <laughs> Oh yes, El, there is no, a there's El a Coronado there's a Coronado Island in San Diego. There's also like Coronado Beach in Orange County. So it's like a, I mean, it's very okay. much a, it's a name. It just means like crowned. It's very yeah, much yeah, a Spanish yeah, okay. name that white people. Corona took. means Got crown, it. doesn't it? Crown, yeah, yeah, crown like like different colored crowns that you color papers with. I guess Coronado I is its own picture. city, but Coronado Island in San, is like a San the Diego Coronado. Thing. Is it the one Which that's kind of like a three thirty-five with like smaller horns? Yes. kind of. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He said early on, Phil. So think not 40s. like as early on as other things. But <laughs> but yeah, you're fifty-five. Other fifty-five. Fifty-five. Okay, fifty-five. Phil says fifty-five. Okay, I'll oh. guess 55, too, because you already said it's right. No, I'm not going to do that. I didn't say it's right. I can't guess 55. Some people can't drive 55. <laughs> I can't guess 55. I can't drive I'm going to guess 66, then. Oh, 66 is 1965. So, Cole, you missed it by one year. That's another point for Cole. 
Now the score is, uh, I don't know. It's like four to two or something. I'll calculate it later. All right. The next one is the Fender Toronado with a T, not a C. When was the Fender Toronado released? Do you guys remember this one? I'll give you a hint. You were alive it, when it happened. Does it have a weird headstock? No, it has like a Strat headstock, but it's like a, it's like a slightly offset body, but a little bit stubbier, uh, and it has like a like usually a hardtail and a couple I'm humbuckers. I'm looking up images, but I'm not going to cheat. Oh yeah, it has kind of a a weird little top horn. Yeah, it's a cool guitar. It actually, eh, it doesn't look that much like the Equits. It is kind of a cool looking guitar. Okay. Seventy-one. Seventy-one. Wow. No, you're way off. Sorry, Phil. He guessed. He laughed after my guess. So don't <laughs> guess close to mine. Yeah, he Phil. laughed like he 70, thought I was a, a stupid 70. human. What did you say? Seventy. Seventy. Why would you say that? Yeah. No, nineteen ninety-eight. The Fender Tornado came out in nineteen ninety-eight. You guys are way off on that one. Sorry. Aaron, I don't appreciate you <laughs> mocking you my guys guesses. are way off. <laughs> I'm laughing at you because because Gall know, explicitly said to you, don't guess close to hey, mine. He laughed. He laughed at me because <laughs> I'm such an, a stupid man. No, because you said don't guess close. And then he guessed I know, one that's year what I'm earlier. Saying. Like Aaron laughed because I'm so <laughs> stupid. So you shouldn't do that. <laughs> 1998. Dude, this orange. That orange one looks really cool. I actually like the pearl pit guard on that kind of. Anyways. All right, I'm going to give you another one. Stupid. Another kind of recent er one. This is the Fender Cyclone. When was the Fender Cyclone introduced? Do you know this one? It looks like a Mustang, but it has a humbucker in the bridge and a single coil in the neck. Yes. I'm trying to think. It was kind of similar to one of those alternate universe ones, wasn't it? Um, well, they make a model in the new Offset series or that is basically alternate. this. Okay. Fender Cyclone. I'm going to guess, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 91. Okay, 1991. Not bad. He didn't laugh this time, Phil, so it's probably within 30 years of when it was released. <laughs> 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 Phil? I'm going to say... Oh. oh, what are you going to do? One dollar, Bob. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you should guess 92. first. 92. That gives Phil the point because it was 1997. Yes. 1997, nice. the Fender Cyclone was released. Um, okay, I have two more. We're going to go lightning round for these, and then we're going to do bases. So, night, the Swinger. When was the Fender Swinger released? <laughs> um, well, the movie There's a movie was, called I think, Fender. 94. A movie yeah, called Fender in. Swinger? It was a tie-in with the movie. Fender Swinger is... 94. Okay, Phil says 94. 86. Cole says 86. Guys, now is the time for the Dirty Joe. It was released in 1969. Oh, <laughs> guys, though, do you get it, though? It's like that dirty. <laughs> the 
that dirty. All thing right, last there. one. The Fender Katana. Katana. No, seriously. Katana, people seriously, do. Katana. Fender Katana. <laughs> oh, dude, didn't you get one of those? <laughs> the Fender Katana. Dude, can you? <laughs> Is this the first? Is this the V one? The Mark one? They released the the guitar called the Swinger in 1969. Dude, that is pretty good. (laughs) And you know, Leo's like lol, 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 lol. More like more like Lolo Fender. Ruffle, ruffle, ruffle. He's like ruffle mowing all over this piece. Ruffle mow. He's ruffle mowing. At this, mao mao mao, raffle um mao mao mao, raffle mao zedong. Is that a thing? <laughs> Could that be a thing? That's okay. my favorite. Uh, turtle is raffle mao. Tornado. What is it? Did you give us another one? Katana. Oh. Uh. Have you seen this one? This is a crazy guitar. Is it? Does it have like really long? No. So I'm, I'll just I'll explain like the, it to you. Like the, the Fender. Man. The Fender Katana is. Like a flying V kind of shaped guitar um, with extreme angles on it. Oh, but the V is missing, like one side of the V. Yeah, it's like like similar to like the Randy Rhodes thing. Had a two-point system, trim system, um, (laughs) two-point system. (laughs) You could either get one point or two points. It had a, a set neck. And like this weird, weird oh, V-shaped headstock. It's a very odd guitar, but dude, the headstock's pretty. pretty flipping oh, cool. dude, they have a freaking bass. Yeah, that thing looks rad. All right, that is what so is your pointy. Guess? There's so much wood past the last tuner. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Nineteen. Oh, on the bass there is. Yeah, 1982. Okay, 1982. You're locked in. That's the year Phil graduated from high school. That's the year I was exhumed from my mother's vagina. That's the year I was <laughs> conceived. That's so gross. That's <laughs> the year I was born. Exhumed. That's the year I was Ugh. born. Ooh. Exhumed, Phil. he said. Yeah. Make a guess. Please get um, this right. Okay. Let me uh, tell I'm you this. I will cry for... 1,985 hours if you get this wrong. Good. Phil, I feel like I feel like if we add those numbers, I'm still in escape room mode. <laughs> okay, so we have 1, 9, 8, and 5. The 19th president was... <laughs> Woodrow Wilson. Fran Tarkington. <laughs> Tarpington. President Tarpington. Um, I'm going to go with uh, 2013. I'm going to say... Really? <laughs> All right. Phil says 2013. The correct answer is 1985. <laughs> okay, start crying. <laughs> so Cole gets that point. Yeah, start crying. Let's see those waterworks. Cry, okay. Aaron. I Cry. meant like total in my life. Not right away in succession. No. How many Our times viewers have you cried demand in your life, them think? now? Let's say I don't know. since the age of 16. Since the age of 16, like 50 maybe? Jeez, I don't know, man. You it's guys like suck. Heart I cry stone. all the time. I mean, I probably it's like a heart of stone. I uh, I probably cry like ten to twelve times a year, maybe once or twice a month. I don't know. Once a month. It depends on what you like mean every, by cry. Every like, twenty eight days. <laughs> are you yeah, talking like exactly. a hard cry or like, or just like? Dude, I'll get like, like choked up. Got misty at movies eyed. sometimes. Seven to ten days, like every almost month. shed a tear. 
I was getting choked up during Cover Me Up, I'll be honest. That's not what choked up means, Cole. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like I still have bruises from it. All right. We're moving into base territory. <laughs> no, Aaron. What? It's 8.02. It's fine. We okay. have four more, and then we're going to quit. All we're right. having fun, Phil. I'm having a great I'm, time. I'm watching the clock. I got this. Not really, but this when is When was the precision base released? 51. Okay. 52. Uh, no. <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm right, though. What? Cole is wrong, and I am closer. Yes, technically. So yes. here's the thing. Boom. No, but I'm talking about Listen, the 51P base. That was not no, called the precision I won. base. I won. That I was the Telecaster base. Well, screw I you then. I won. I won. But I'm going to say 53. I won. Okay. Phil says 53. Cole says 53. I won. I Wait, no. He can't say that. I said no. No, 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 no. No. Negatory. All right. I don't care. It came out in 1957. I'm going to give that one to Phil. Phil, good job. Thank you. I love how I was like, no, if I had more information, I would have got it right. And then I was still four years off. All right. Jazz bass. Yes, jazz bass. When was the jazz bass released? Bonus points. What was the original name of the jazz bass? Say it again. When was it released? Bonus points. What was the original name? 60. Okay. Cole the original name. 61. And it was bass deluxe. Okay, based Damn, deluxe. That's a really good guess. It's a pretty good guess. I'm gonna guess but I the told base you exactly standard. what it was earlier. Um, I'm gonna give Phil a half point on that because deluxe it was base? called the deluxe model base. <laughs> um, and it did. It was released in 1960, so you both get a point on that one. How much do I get for saying the base standard? You get zero points. Oh, okay. All right. La- next one: that's the fair. Mustang base. When was the Mustang base released? This is the base that was designed to accompany the Mustang as part of the same family as the Mustang, which, Mustang. if you recall, was released in 1964. 65. I'm going to go 65 then. Okay. Phil? Phil? 66. Guess 60. The correct answer is 1966. Phil gets a point. Phil, this is like the greatest comeback in history. This is like Oklahoma against... Uh, whoever they were playing yesterday. All right, so you might say that the this is like the North versus the South. You might say that the the precision base was made to go with the Telecaster. The Jazz base was made to go with like the Jazzmaster, Mustang base to go with the Mustang, and this next one, the Jaguar base. You might say that it was designed to, I don't know, coincide or be a teammate with the Jaguar guitar, which was released in 1962 if you recall. So, the Jag bass. When was the Jag Jaguar bass released? 65. I think he's throwing us off the scent, and I think it came later, like... What did you say, Phil? 65? That's what I said. Okay. 91. 1991? That's a lot closer. The Jaguar bass was originally released as a Japanese model in 2006. 
What? Yes, 2006. I was closer. I, I, get the, I got that you were trying to throw us off the scent. You did. You're such a word twister, Aaron. I didn't Phil, say it was it around the same sometimes. time. Oh, he does that. <laughs> Jaguar Bates came out in 19, 2006, which is the most recent guitar on this list. And the winner of that one is Cole. And the winner of the game is our audience, because that was amazing. <laughs> First edition of Year of the Gear is over. Um, I got big things planned for this. It's going to be exciting. We got pedals coming up. <laughs> Too bad we already used the one company that we would actually know stuff about. You know, now you'll know some stuff. We're going to do like, some more recent stuff. Um, when did the G and L ASAT come out? <laughs> G and L ASAT. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. Like seventies, eighties, nineties. It's seventies, right? Because that's in that when Leo Fender left, and that's when I don't know. I think G and L started in no like the early seventies or something. So uh, you, okay. I would believe you if you told me that, but, but do you know what started in 2015? No. Our friendship for which I'm thankful. <laughs> what are you <laughs> Thank you. Might Thanks for tuning in folks. Happy Halloween. Be safe out there. Kids <clears throat> be really safe out there, please. Guys don't kill tons anybody. Of people are still putting razor blades in apples. So make sure you x-ray your apples first. Yeah, people are giving out free apples. weed. Apparently, that's what people on Fox News think. As if someone would just give away free weed. To kids. I know, dude. Whatever. I'm going to that neighborhood. You get it? Yeah, I you're not it. gonna smoke it though, are you? No, I'm just gonna get okay, it. Good. To, I'm gonna go there gonna to watch the it. kids get high. <laughs> but do you butt chug your weed, Phil? Yeah. Off that. <laughs> well, I take, I take the weed. I put in my Vitamix with some uh, okay uh, oat milk. Really quick for five hundred <laughs> points, whoever some gets this, whoever gets closer to this answer wins. Blend this it up. Week's year of the gear. Butt chug it. How many employees approximately work at G and L Musical Instruments? How many employees? Oh no, I have a feeling it's comically low. <laughs> Is it sixty nine? Okay, Phil says sixty nine. I'm gonna guess like. 30. Oh, 29. <laughs> Cole That's wins the game. Okay, but my guess had one of the correct numbers in it, and Cole's guess didn't have any of the correct numbers That's in true. it. That's so true. Your guess so. has both of the correct numbers, if you know what I'm talking That's about. That's true. You guys, your <laughs> filth is really bumming me out now, so I'm going to end this episode <laughs> and say, folks, thanks for listening. Thanks for enduring the filth of... Phil and Cole. It's it's faux <laughs> filth. It's they're full real. They're real heartfelt filth. filth for enduring from the filth. their soul. Their soul filth. Enduring filth. the filth <laughs> is my favorite Metallica album. During the filth. Enduring the filth. Enduring the filth. <laughs> no crater. That's my uh, cradle, cradle of filth, filth cover oh, yeah, band. P H I L T H. Enduring the filth. Is that I how like it's it. Guys, that check was, out our yeah. Patreon page at patreon.com slash thegearslum. Give us some money. If you wanted us to do like specific cool things, let us know so we can know exactly what to ignore. Um, don't let us know if, <laughs> unless you give us money. We don't yeah. care about mm-hmm. your opinion. If you want to get in our secret tiny group of insiders and Where there's at least one post a month. Then you can do that by giving us money. Also, by giving us money, you make us like you a little bit more and you make us happy to know you. And you make us have more money. To do things like Nam and Year of the Gear. <laughs> Year of the Gear was free. 
But there's no such thing as a free lunch, folks. So happy Halloween. Thanks for listening. Thanks for friendship. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I love you. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship.